This is Gray Man Media Content. Devin, I wish I was married. What the fuck are you talking? You did a 3-2-1 and then hit me with that? <laughs> what are we doing? I wish I was married. Why? Because. So that way I could be the last surviving member of a multi-million dollar company and build a giant house in the middle of nowhere. Wait Just like our topic today, welcome to an episode of Wolf Takes a Bite Podcast. Today we're talking about Sarah Winchester, the multi-millionaire crazy widow who has all the good stuff, including ghosts. Wait a second. I've climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard-looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men, little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. So how are you doing today, Devin? You one, two, three'd me and then asked me and told me you wished you were married so you could let your spouse die. I mean, they're gonna anyway. <laughs> what? Eventually. I mean, yeah, John, but that that's usually not like that's you you know what? Don't put that on your dating profile. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, you're not supposed to put that? Oh. I, 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 my dating profile it says single bachelor broke. Looking for eccentric billionaire women. Close to death. <laughs> Location not required. <laughs> what the fuck? Alright, wait, 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 wait. All right. So so wait, is are we, is it the woman that's dead or is it she's the survivor? <clears throat> no, no, no. She's the, the rich one. Okay. And then she dies and I get the inheritance. I meant our topic today, John. Oh, <laughs> Well, I misread that whole situation. Is that sparkling water? It's Perrier. Fancy. I went to Dollar Store. <laughs> and guess how much I got it for? 106? Nope. I got 24 of them for a dollar. What? <laughs> they didn't know what to charge me. I'm like, they're like, that sounds, tw- it says $24 for the 24 pack. That doesn't sound right. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's not correct for Perrier. Um, That's a hell of a deal. I know. Okay, it was like four dollars and thirteen cents for twenty four of them. Though, That's still really good though. A twenty four pack of these is like twenty. I bucks. was I was going to get really upset with you, um, at first, because if you were going to choose a sparkling water, I would assume Soon. that you would. But I'll leave I'll leave you alone because that's clearly lemon flavored. Lime, yeah, lime flavored. Sorry. Yeah, that's the only reason. But you know, my preferred method of drinking would definitely be. Unfortunately, there's just none around me. <laughs> the irony being that we are literally surrounded by liquid death. We're, 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 there's no house. There's no apartment. We're just literally <laughs> inside of a giant structure made up of only cases of liquid death. <laughs> slowly consuming all of us. <laughs> Floor to ceiling, guys. I got, I got one of their limited uh, t-shirts or long sleeve shirts that they ran oh, yesterday. I'm so jealous. Oh, it looks dope. The, whoever does the artwork for them is fucking sick. Yeah. 
Their whole marketing team is on point. Yeah, I, it gives, really gives me that old school nerves off vibe. Nerves off. Nerves soft. Yo, yeah. Oh. So anybody who doesn't know, when you hear me misspeak things, I don't know if I have a speech impediment, but there's something definitely broken in my. Brain. I think what it is is you're thinking so fast that you your lips can't keep up with. What that's you're... that's exactly it. And you know what the real problem is? It's really, it is you won't just slow down. <laughs> Because I'm already 30 sentences ahead anyway. Exactly, exactly. Like I, <laughs> anyway, we have a topic today. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, do we? <laughs> shit, I thought we were just talking shit. Anyway, yeah, so what we're talking about today is going to be the Winchester Mystery House. Okay, so I want to preface this by saying I know nothing about this topic. We already know. Well. It's okay. That's not fair because. Where's the notes I gave you? They're on the table. What the fuck? You left all the notes on the table? I oh. handed them to you, and you said, oh, I can't read those. Uh, Harry Houdini? Yeah. That's the, the first note is Harry Houdini even visited, and to what? Mad... I'm just going to read it the way I see it. <laughs> Magitini. That's the magic drink of choice. <laughs> to try... I assume and disprove existence of ghosts yeah so my notes here are not anything that could like prime me for this talk it's just diving right into the middle of a conversation yeah they're more middle of the road but we need to like straight dive we need to like reset aruga aruga <laughs> dive 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 <laughs> this is why we drink <laughs> First of all, it's it's the most amazing place I've ever seen in my entire life. And I have not seen it in person, but they are doing online tours right now, which is kind of cool. <clears throat> so, what, what, what is it called? The Winchester Mystery House. I'm, I'm just going to Google a picture of it just so I have it in my mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Everybody Google the Winchester Mystery House. Go to their website. Say hello. <clears throat> so, the Winchester Mystery House is an architectural wonder. And it's also a historic landmark in San Jose, California. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yo, this place is beautiful. I know. Wait till you hear how crazy it is. <laughs> I know. I'm about to have this whole idea shattered in my mind. Go ahead, though. You're going to be like, oh, this is just the best mansion I've ever seen in my life. But no, 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 no. You're going to get lost. So um, it was once the personal residence of Sarah Lockwood Parday. Okay. And I know what you're thinking in your head. Party. It's not. She's not the party girl. This girl is a loner. She's a little bit out there. Kind of like me. So her last name is also. <laughs> what? Are you just going to leave that in? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just moving past it. I cut those. The Winchester Mystery House is an architectural wonder and a historic landmark in San Jose, California, that was once the personal residence of Sarah Lockwood Parday Winchester, the uh, widow of William Wirt Winchester, <laughs> and heiress to a large portion of the Winchester Repeating Arms fortune. This what? is why I think this is a story you're going to love, because this is all about the Winchester rifle. Whoa, I didn't even connect those two. Cool. Okay. I'm, I'm about pew that. Pew. I'm about that. Pew all right. Pew. We know what you're thinking, part A. Part A. She was not much of a party girl, though. She was definitely a loner. Uh, a little bit out there as well. So here's, but she has a good reason. So tragically, Sarah had a lot of misfortunes in okay. her life. Um, other than her upbringing, which was she was still very introverted, uh, she eventually got married off to the Winchester family and had a great life, for however how long it lasted, that is. Then tragedy befell Sarah, 
When her infant daughter died in childhood, died of a childhood illness a few weeks after birth, and then a few years later, her husband was taken from her by tuberculosis. Do we know what the kid died from? Yes. It's in those notes. It's in these notes. Yes. Mayonnaise poisoning? <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Here you go. No, that said magnum opus, I think. That's magnum opus. Okay, shit. Yes. God, I can't read it. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Ooh, you said you couldn't read it. Literally can't read his own handwriting. <laughs> yeah, it was some kind of um, it's a disease that you were born with. It's, it has to do with malnutrition. I can't remember the name of it exactly. Okay. But what it is is basically no matter how much nutrition or food that they give her, she's just... Constantly, basically starving herself. The body wasn't like breaking down the nutrients correctly. Or Correct. Something. Yeah, okay. it actually gotcha. just it, it, it's inert. To That's the sad. Nutrients. It is very sad. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, her husband gets taken from her. God damn! Yeah. Back to back losses. Yep. So there is damn a Sarah. Slight, take your L's. There's a slight silver lining there. After her husband <laughs> died, <laughs> okay, she then inherits fifty percent of the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Okay, yeah, we talked about that. Of at the time in 1881, 20 million dollars, which would have been over 500 million dollars in today's money. I'm so happy you had that number prepared. Yes, that's fucking crazy. I feel I, like it should be more. I know you wait, 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 wait 545 was million, 375,000. You said this was in the 70s, 1881. Oh, it should definitely be higher than that. I feel like nope. I just looked it up in a calculator yesterday for uh. You looked it up in a calculator? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, you know, exchange rate or oh, okay. inflation calculator. Yeah, yeah, the inflation thingy. Yeah. yeah. So in today's money, it's about $545 million, $100 million. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. She's really close to being on that, on that B level, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bezos, look at this. On top of that, though, she also received a, uh, that was a lump sum she just got. That was just her. Oh, that wasn't like her net value. That was just no. That's, that she just, just got handed that. Whoa! On top of that, she got a daily salary, daily salary of a thousand dollars per day, which in today's money is over thirty thousand dollars a day. Fuck off! <laughs> God damn it, Sarah! Really, kind of makes you fucking hate yourself. That's why I said I want to just marry a rich widow and let her die. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Winchester family name, though, is supposedly curse. But why, though? Because the ghosts of everybody who has ever died at the end of a Winchester rifle supposedly haunts the family. Okay. So, all right. So, basically what you're what you're saying, what you're what you're proposing is is that basically every every person who's ever died at the hands of a Winchester rifle haunts I guess the the family members of this family, which would be now remaining her. She's the last carrier of the Winchester name. Interesting. And is she now running the business, or is it like autonomous or something? Or do you not know? I mean, she was alive in the 1800s, uh-huh. so I doubt she's alive in 2020. I, I meant at the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, so yeah, I, I'm not under the impression there's a 200 year old lady. <laughs> just saying. Um, no, there was. Uh, she she seceded from the company. The company continued operating. So her and her husband went overseas quite a bit um, after his creation of the Winchester rifle, um, doing arms deals. So he wasn't home that much, and that's why he where he supposedly contracted tuberculosis was when he was on one of his overseas trips. That's when it was like really prolific too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like right. It was, it was at the beginning of the uh, the TB epidemic. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Little, little teaser. We'll talk about, uh, 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 you know the place I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Waverly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Future episode teaser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, completely stricken by grief by losing her husband and her infant child. Um, she had nowhere else to go. She had all this money and didn't know what to do. She went to go see... Uh, a Boston, uh, the, this gentleman called the Boston Medium. His real name is Adam Coons. And he was, I guess, the only medium in Boston? This is all going on around Connecticut. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somewhere okay. over that, here yeah. on the East Coast. No, that makes more sense, actually. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? For the time period, I should have known that anyway. Go ahead. So she... Um, the Winchester Repeating Arms Rifles Company and everything else, uh, she kind of washed her hands of it. She received um, her 50% share, and she receives her daily income salary of $1,000 a day, which is $30,000 in today's money. Um, and she was stricken by the grief and sought help. So she went up to Boston, and she saw the gentleman named Adam Cones, also known as the Boston Medium, um, and he tells her that she is right, the family is cursed, and he contacts her dead husband and what? tells her this. Hold on. What? So me, so a medium is a person who can communicate with the dead, right. hear their messages, and translate them over to the living. What is a high, then? A what? Well, so I assume there's, like, lows, like me, who can't <laughs> do that. And then... <laughs> I like to consider myself a small. (laughs) (laughs) Not a medium. No. (laughs) Um, So anyway, (laughs) he tells her, yeah, she's right. And the family is cursed and haunted by all the people who have ever died from a Winchester gun and whoever will die from a Winchester gun. Oh, shit. No Uh, bueno. This makes her really, really paranoid. Uh, Rightfully so. And then he (laughs) tells her the only way to make these ghosts that are pissed off and appease them is to move west and build a house for them. And she tells her, if construction were to ever stop on that house, you will be the next to die. Nope. I had definitely seen something on the Discovery Channel about this, but this was when I was a child, so I'll let you keep steering. Okay. Also, I told you yesterday that there was a Netflix movie. You, you did tell me that. There I, is a Netflix movie, too, if you all want to see it. It's actually just... Do you have the name of the... It's the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, that, that's all that I have to search up? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a horror film. Um, it's very well done. Is it a film or is it a doc? It's a film. Oh. It's really well done. So I enjoyed it, knowing the backstory anyway, and doing the research. Is it like super Hollywoodized? No, I mean, I actually got some jump scares on me out of it. And that's... It's it's good. It's very so, well done. Yeah, so it's a movie. Yeah, it's very well done. Anyway, um, creepy as fuck. So if construction were to ever <laughs> stop, you would be the next to die. <clears throat> so 
What I want to know is what this medium was thinking. Like, what was his motive for telling her this? If I mean, if it if it wasn't true, what would he be gaining out of this? Did he have ties in a construction company in California? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Somebody else has actually made that comment before too. Like he's really? gonna have like he's like oh by the way my brother Jose yeah he gonna he gonna take care yeah, of you. you he got the whole family over there. No. <laughs> You can't, you can't say that. It's San Jose, California. It's got to be named after somebody, man. So if, so basically, if if she stops, so even if the the quote unquote mansion is done, she still has to like constantly renovate or the construction add work. Nothing can ever stop, or she would be the next to die. And she wholeheartedly believes this. But she's gonna die at some point, right? Like, I guess when you hit I mean, like eighty years old, like, do you give a fuck anymore? She actually lived a really long life. And we're going to get into that. Okay. So she took all this to heart and moved to San Jose, California, where she had a younger niece. Um, mm-hmm. And she wanted to go out there somewhere near family that she knows or was a little bit of estranged, I guess. Because it's not like you just call a FaceTime somebody in the 1800s, you know? <laughs> no, you write a letter and maybe three months later they get it. Maybe. Maybe. If they didn't get robbed. <laughs> um, it was the Wild West for so, a reason. Yep. And, uh, hey, the Winchester repeating arms rifle, that's what helped win the West. <laughs> Yo, wait. No, no, no. From the Discovery doc that I, I watched, this is the one that has, like, random hallways that just end up, like, leading outside, doesn't it? Something like, on, like, like a that. Fourth... Not quite. You'll, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. So I know you're, a little. You're starting to, you're starting to get on board. All right. All right. So she found... This a... one scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh, no, this is nuts. Yeah. I want to go. We're going. No. Yes. This is not... A Harry Houdini has been in this house. We're going. If this ever blows up, I'm on board. Okay. I don't want to, but I'm on board. That's why I want you to go. Because you're going to be like, oh, fuck, no, fuck, no. Yeah, and, I no. Get, and that's going to give me and you're gonna be, the you're courage. You're going to be like running towards the that's ghost. That's going to give me like, the courage to be like, let's go, man. Let's fuck with these demons. <laughs> and then I'm going to look at you with white only eyes and say... Your soul will be mine. And that's when I'm going to blast you with a Winchester repeating rifle. <laughs> and we're back full circle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she found a plot of land that's exactly six acres with a farmhouse with eight bedrooms, which is pretty That's I mean, pretty yeah, good. That's, yeah, that's great. That's pretty good. She got it for a great deal, too, from what I can understand. Um, so immediately she buys the house and construction begins. And it does not stop. Round the clock, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. On Christmas? Eight years. Whoa. Damn, that's fucking wild. Imagine if anybody, if anybody listening, if you guys have ever had like a, 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 a home renovation kind of setup thing going on, you know that that's living hell. And so to go through that for 38 years constantly. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. And it's not like they have power tools either, so it's not like you know. You're, <laughs> oh my god! I didn't even think of that. It's constant <laughs> banging. Just and, <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Insert construction sound effects here, <laughs> <laughs> and you will. <laughs> oh, I will. It's gonna be beep beep beep. <laughs> no, there's none of that. So, she also had this fear or belief that the spirits, while in the house, would still try to kill her. So she made it. The most super complex maze of a thing in hopes the ghost would get lost or confused in her house. Now I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I remember these there being the, these random like these doors that would lead nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. So here is the part of this that I think you're going to love the most because you asked this of me for everything, and I, I usually do my best to provide it, but a lot of it's BS. <laughs> <coughs> Just self-doxing right there. <laughs> These are the facts. Oh, ooh, we got facts. From 1886 to 1922, construction has never ceased on the Winchester Mansion. The original eight-room farmhouse grew into the world's most unusual sprawling mansion, featuring 24,000 square feet over seven floors, 10,000 windows. floors? Seven floors. 10,000 oh windows, 2,000 doors. The rooms started at about 500, but then dwindled down to 160 because she would consistently be like, build it, now tear Demolish it down. Demolish it. Jesus. Build it, decorate it, fill it. Now tear it back down. <laughs> so now at a current 160, 40 of which were bedrooms, 52 skylights. And by the way, they're not all in the ceiling. Some of those are in the middle of the hallway, so you can see down to the floors below. 47 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, 6 kitchens, 2 basements, 2, I'm sorry, 20,000 gallons of paint, and 1 shower. <laughs> what a weird thing what i mean you can't just be throwing around showers like it's a door it's the 1800s you can't, you can't just be throwing around showers in your 500 room mansion <laughs> this home was built at the price range and the, the price tag of everything that was done at five million dollars in 1923 or 71 million dollar mansion it's not you hear that yeah i did i'm ignoring it i'm choosing to ignore this (laughs) because you because it only happens when you're fucking around do you maybe maybe i just put off a lot of electro energy and i cause the mics you need to just pack your shit and move to california and just live with some surfers or something they're gonna eat you up they're gonna love it bro you know i used to do that yeah, but also I used don't to go spend I, a month at a time in California. It was great. Also, don't because like the show would go to hell. Well, not not just that, but like I think I need to be very careful about what I say here. I think you're like one of my best friends. <laughs> we hang out like way more than anyone else that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally keeping that in. <laughs> I know. Like I feel I the s- same, dude. I, I really see you do. like at least once a week, and that's more than anyone else. I know. <laughs> like I, I honestly, sometimes I feel like I, I. There's been times like since we started hanging out again, I've been like, oh, he's got all these other friends that I don't know. And I, I definitely feel, like, do. So I've, out of circle. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends. I just don't. I. I don't talk. I don't see. First off, I don't see them very often. I don't talk to them very often. And even like like maybe we'll go like a week where we won't record or something, and I won't see you. But then we'll play Fortnite for like four hours, it's and it's true. just like, God damn it, is John Wright like one of my best friends? Fuck, <laughs> that's crazy. Because we went years where we weren't talking at all, and then we picked right back up. We're like, yeah, oh. I know it was weird. It was crazy <laughs> how that happened. It's so weird, but it's great. <laughs> Seventy-one million dollars that mansion is now worth. Oh, well, I'm sure it's worth more now. Worth more, but, uh, but that's how much it would cost. cost. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. I got you. So and 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 then and and like you were saying, um, with with all those facts, um, there were a lot of windows that 
didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, there were so, skylights. Yeah, there were skylights in the middle of floors, so you can see in between different layers of the fl- house. There was uh, doors that literally opened up to a brick wall. There were uh, windows that are just in the middle of uh, the room. Like, literally, no wall, just hanging in the middle of a room. Um <laughs> There is uh, spindles. Uh, so, like, the staircases, the staircases would go to nowhere. There would just be staircases that literally led to the ceiling. Mm. There would be fi- the fireplaces. Not all the fireplaces actually went up into flues. They just stopped three floors up. Well, I noticed because you said that there was, there was like, a lot less chimneys than there was fireplaces. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So, the yeah, there's way less chimneys because a lot of the fireplaces don't go anywhere. They're not yeah. actually usable. And then you also said something about... Um, was it a, a garden house? Yeah, there was a um, there's like this garden, like uh, what do they call those things again? The hot Green, bu- greenhouse green rooms, greenhouses. Yeah, greenhouses. Um, there was one of those. It only lasted like a year, but she built the whole thing, filled it with plants, uh, decorated, had it managed, and then tore it down. That's crazy. And there was um, roughly over two hundred people there on any given day doing construction. Okay, well, yeah, I guess back then you would have needed a lot more help because you wouldn't have had. Power well, you tools. got twenty four hours a day. There's nonstop. Yeah, but it, like, but like, like it only takes like a team of like twelve people to build a home nowadays. No power tools. That's what I'm saying. Back yeah. then, they didn't have power tools. <clears throat> Plus, it's like you just In a got, mansion. You just got done spending a month building uh, a whole wing of the house, and then she's now like, "Tear it down." Yeah, now tear it down. <laughs> You know what? I don't like it. The last, the last, okay, so there's a room that was called the Red Room. She literally had it painted like three times. In the White Room. Red Room. <laughs> in the Red Room. It's a room that she built. Um, it was somewhere in the 20th year of the house construction. Uh, there was a room that she had built, painted it floor to ceiling red. Everything in it red. Weird. Then, as soon as that last drop of paint hit the wall, she, she went to the guy who just got done painting all that and said, change the color. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> but no, actually, a lot of the people that worked for her and a lot of the families and everything like that said she was actually a very generous and well, very yeah. nice boss. Plus, they're getting paid. She paid them three times the normal rate as what it would cost a normal uh, okay. construction. She well, was that makes overly sense. paying them. Well, yeah, that makes sense because she had all this money and really all she was trying to do was protect herself from death. Several of them, she even bought them homes in the area so they could be closer to work. So she brought, <laughs> she bought their whole family's homes That's in crazy. property just so that way they could be closer to work. Well, it's you very know what? generous. You know what? Because at that point, you're just investing in your own life. Because under, because uh, according yeah. to her, she thinks that if, she, if building ever stops, she's dead. Yep. So, all because of this one guy in Boston. That's crazy. But with all the renovations that went on in those 38 years, it's crazy that five years ago, they found another hidden room. Actually, that's not that surprising. So there was a hidden room somewhere in the middle of the house, uh, mm-hmm. and they just found it. Um, they found a wall and a door, and that was a, a secret passageway. Because there, there would be things like what you look at it, and it looks like it's a cabinet or something like that. You open it. And it, you cr- you crawl into a whole another fucking room. If I ever get boogoo money, 
That's I'm doing shit like that. Oh, it, it's all straight Wingardium Leviosa everything. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Wingardium Leviosa everything, baby. It's, it's all gonna be which uh, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. There, yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. There we go. Um, Hell yeah. So, but here's the thing that was really creepy about the room. The only things that were in that room when they opened the door was a Victorian couch and an old Victorian doll staring at the doorway, mm. sitting on the couch. I don't like that. No. no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> it's super creepy, man. <laughs> uh, there was also uh, numerous trap doors, doors leading to nowhere, stairs leading to the ceiling, like I said before, fireplaces that stopped in between floors, skylights in the halls so you can see the floors below and above you, windows in the middle of rooms. I'm not... I'm not actually against that though. No, no I think it's. I mean, it's that'd brilliant. be kind of cool, right? You you just walking down the hallway, you can look down to the kitchen. It's below. like living in an Andy Warhol painting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good reference. Thanks. <laughs> Windows and Justin Hall's stair railings. Okay, so this is a weird thing. You know the banister railings on stairs, the yeah. little spindles. They would just be sticking out of the walls in some places. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, and in the center of the house, there was a room dedicated for her seances. Wait, so she's scared of these things? Here's she's the convinced thing. they're going to kill her? The room her? had one way in and three ways out. How does that make sense? So she would go into the seance room, lead them in there through that one door, right? Uh-huh. Uh, the, on the wall, there was 13 different robes. She had a big thing with the number 13. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Uh, she had 13 different robes. She would go in there a couple times a week. She would do a seance to make sure the ghosts are happy and make sure that their needs are met and they communicate through her what's going to be built. So she's talking to them to get ideas for all these crazy creations. Okay, so now we have a development in the story, right? Because mm-hmm. before... Anybody listening, if you guys don't know anything about this, you're you're now following me through this journey. So we have this this individual who is convinced that if building ever stops in her mansion, she's going to die. Mm-hmm. But now we're learning that not only is that true, but she's also actually communicating with these spirits, asking them what they would like to have built. She needs to make them happy. This house is for them, not for her. Oh, my God. This is getting weird. It gets way weirder. Oh, man. So in 1906, there was an earthquake, and she got trapped in one of the 40 bedrooms, also known as the Daisy Room. Uh, she After that time, after 1906, she moved out, but she still visited the house every single day to make sure work was continuing. Uh, she also had her niece live with there with her for a while, and her, as well as many of the workers that are working there today, consistently have stories about things that have happened to them. Um, she made things... Oh, yeah, I already said that. Yeah, I was just talking about in my notes, where she bought houses for the workers there. Mm-hmm. Generous um, lady. Also, suppose, apparently the same people worked on this house for 38 years. The same group. She never, I mean, it wasn't like a turnover rate or nothing. It was the most consistent job. Don't fix what's broken. Right. Or like, don't, what, well, in this case, we're fixing that? a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> that are already fixed. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so those people experienced with stuff. When she finally died, though, um, news traveled really fast. 
And I would imagine she was very influential in that community. Yes. And yeah. in the house, there are still nails that are halfway driven into the wall where you can see where a worker was hammering. And literally stopped. stopped. Whoa. What? Why? Because Just because she died? The work was done. She's passed on. The house is now... It's finished. Finished. Because it doesn't... So they stopped mid-stuff. So there's like boards halfway sawed. There's doors That's... halfway hung. There's Is it still that way that, now? There's bricks. Yeah, that's all kept. Like when you go to visit, yep. you can still see that? That's crazy. So you can just be walking down a couple of the hallways. There's a hallway that's called the Hall of Flyer. Um, it literally has like 12 or more fireplaces down the hallway. Just chilling. That she would light on fire <laughs> to make this whole floor of the house super hot because she had suffering from, oh, in her later years, arthritis. Okay. Crippling okay. arthritis at that. So she would go sit in this room that's like 150 fucking degrees. You're baking. Yeah. <laughs> You're baking. You know, the old ladies love their heat, man. <laughs> uh, but she, yeah, it was crazy. So she was also lavishly decorating every single room in this house. Sure. Every room. I'm talking about expensively imported things from like... Uh, Italy and Rome and France and all over the place. And at that time, you can only imagine how much that would cost. And again, you remember that thing with her number of 13? Yeah. I, I have comments. I'm waiting. The chandeliers in the house. Chandeliers are normally made with 12 candles. She would have them oh, custom made with it. a 13th candle. God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? Just because of the number 13. Can, can I go into that for real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Are we at a stopping point? Um, that's like big in, is it pagan or Wiccan? Or I just know that 13 is really big in like um, kind of like magic communities. Uh, I she... would say in spiritualism. Yeah, like the, the number 13 is like a lot of like normies. It's like an unlucky number. Yeah, for but muggles, in... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but in a lot of like, kind of communities that like consider themselves to be um not i guess magic users or whatever you know what i mean yeah 13 is a, is a big number uh for certain groups uh in communities do you think that she maybe would have been part of that or do you think that that because of her link to the spiritual world well i think that that comes down to a little bit of the conspiracy side of things that i've been able to find out mm -hmm. as well as yes her very close relationship to the other side. Yeah. Which all started basically through this one person in Boston. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Go on. Tell me more. All right. So <clears throat> when she finally died, uh, and I, that's so horrible to say, finally. <laughs> when you finally, finally died. <laughs> uh, so the nails and stuff were just stopped midway uh, from the guys the moment that they found out that she had passed on. And you can still see that in the museum today. Yeah, because work had work had been completed at that mm -hmm. point. When uh, when they when they actually moved out all the furniture and decor that she uh, put into the house because it all she donated everything and she gave a lot to her niece and uh, any surviving heirs and stuff like that. Uh, she gave it to a distant yeah it was like a distant niece or something. Um, it took eight trucks a day for six and a half weeks to move everything out of that house. It's a big ass house. Yeah, and and, la and like you said, lavishly decorated. And, oh yeah. And yeah, oh yeah, and it is now open to the public. 
privately owned as a museum and a national landmark. Yeah. This shit's wild, man. Now, there is, uh, there's two different ways I can go. So my notes here on this side have a lot of the conspiracy side of things that okay. I found really interesting. And then I have some ghost stories from people who are currently working there, have worked there, and have passed on there. How many of those do you have? The spooky ones? Yeah. Four. Give me two of those and then hit me with some conspiracies. I like the way you think. All right. Spooky. Some of Sarah Winchester's most loyal workmen and house servants may still be looking for after the place after they have passed and she has passed. According to sightings of figures or the feeling of the presence uh, reported many times over the years by tour guides and visitors alike. One frequent uh, apparition is a man with jet black hair believed to have been a former handyman around the home. He's been seen repairing the fireplace in the grand ballroom, which, by the way, here's an interesting fact. The grand ballroom in the home was built completely without using any nails. What they do, just glue everything? I'm guessing glue or extremely brilliant architectural uh, yeah, there's ways to faceting. yeah, because there's ways to like like um, uh, like in the days of like log cabins and stuff like that, they would they didn't really have like any kind of way to make actual nails. So they what they would do is they would cut um, basically parts out of wood and then they would like yeah, hammer tongue them. and groove, Lincoln logging. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm talking about. <clears throat> yeah. So that's interestingly enough another signature of the Freemasons because yeah, the yeah. Temple of Solomon built without iron. Without I you, nails. I think we were cutting that part. Oh, we're adding. I, well, I'm talking about now. So there is some connections with her. Uh, possibly being part of a secret society known as the Freemasons. And supposedly being inducted by such society while during spending her time over in Europe. Uh, yeah, see, we talked about that earlier, but you were concerned. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm not against the Freemasons at all. If you, so don't get offended if you're a Freemason. But these are just the things that I, we have discovered that are kind of similar to some of the practices that are known. Mm. And how is the red? It's like Kool-Aid with a bit of gasoline. <laughs> ah, anyway, oh, it changes flavor. It was weird. <laughs> was so it weird. was weird. Not what I expected. Anyway, um, so yeah, the, so that Freemasonry um, ideology is very prevalent throughout a lot of the architecture in the home. It's, and I like to say specifically in that grand ballroom, completely built without using any nails or fastening whatsoever. Um, Tell me about the guy with jet black hair. So the guy with jet black hair has also been known and seen pushing uh, an equally spectral wheelbarrow. Weird. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> which is, like, kind of funny because, like, I don't know if you're going to take your wheelbarrow with you when you pass on. But <laughs> He still do, has work to do, damn it. Yeah, I guess so. You need it. But so he, there's a hallway on the third floor in the south wing, something like that, uh, where he's been seen pushing this wheelbarrow towards where the garden used to be, that, that greenhouse. Okay. Yeah, all coming together. So many people have seen him and spoken to him, and he'll even wave and give you a little 
Tip of the hat. <laughs> Tip of the hat. They have no idea. There's actually a really cool story about him, too. Um, there was a, uh, a thing when some of the construction, or they were doing a remodel on the home, mm-hmm. and um, oh, this came from one of the tour guides there. Uh, they were saying that they were doing some like upkeep and construction and stuff like that, uh, but nothing major changes because it's now National Landmark. They can't change too much. It's just maintenance type stuff. Exactly. Um, and then there was a crew, and they were wearing all white you know, clothes and everything like that, and they were just doing the work. And everybody kept coming to the foreman to be like, well, who's that guy? He's wor- he looks just like he's working with us. He's working with us. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's moving things. He's making this happen, and he's doing all this work over here. But he's pushing a wheelbarrow, and he's not. We don't know who he is. And the foreman's like, I don't know who that guy is. Oh, it's the ghosty. It's that guy. It's the ghosty. So, like, literally forty people communicated or talked to him. He never said anything back. He just, okay, you know, mm. shook his head. And it, it's just so weird that that many people, like today's day, mm-hmm. saw him, worked next to him, and had no idea that it was. An apparition. That's pretty crazy. Again, one of the most haunted areas in the United States. Yeah. Uh, several years ago, a man working on one of the many restoration projects in the mansion started his day early in a section with uh, several fireplaces known as the Hall of Fires, which I spoke about. Yep. Uh, the house was dead quiet uh, before tours got on their underway. And he was working up on a ladder when he felt somebody tap him on the back. He turned around to ask what the person needed and nobody was there. Reassuring himself, he just imagined the sensation. He went back to his work only to experience like what he felt was somebody pushing against his back to keep him on the ladder because he was actually about to fall. What the fuck? What the fuck? These are benevolent. These are somewhat friendly. They're Casper ghosts. They're, <laughs> they're Casper ghosts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so uh, uh, when he got his uh, push on the back to keep him on the ladder, he said that was enough. He hurried down the ladder, crossed the estate. And that's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> he crossed the entire estate, which is like seven acres, <laughs> yeah. and started on another project. Figuring that somebody or something didn't really want him working on the Hall of Fires that day. But kept him alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. Yo. All right, so that's two ghost stories. Why don't you hit me with a couple conspiracies? So, here's an interesting fact. Harry Houdini even visited the mansion mm-hmm. during his time. I did read this. <laughs> barely. <laughs> um, well, and- someone barely wrote it down. <laughs> Harry Houdini even visited the mansion in his time and two magicians uh, with two magicians and tried to disprove the existence of ghosts. But to his dismay, his time in the home didn't go quite as planned. Sure. He actually came out of this believing. Weird. And And Houdini is like an illusionary master. Oh, yeah. He was the godfather of, of modern magic. Yeah, absolutely. Everything before him was all like, um, it was more practical magic, and he really kind of did like um, escape artists and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and really did like stuff that you could sh- perform in front of a crowd instead of like from really far away. 
Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, he was also uh, the one that kind of gave the idea at Close Up Hand Magic, which yeah. is really, really in crazy because like it's still very hard to do today. It's yeah. not harder. One of the one of the main people who I who I think is really is like the modern day Houdini is um, David Blaine. Mm. Not because of like his magic prowess, but like a lot of what Houdini did was like really just condition his body to do these stunts. Mm-hmm. And David Blaine does a lot of that kind of stuff. I've always been a huge David Blaine fan. Yeah, he's um, Chris Angel also one of my favorite magicians, eh. but he's very televised magician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's entertaining to watch for sure. Oh but. yeah, absolutely. And I've definitely learned some really cool bar tricks from just watching his stuff. Yeah. I mean, but his stuff is. His close-up magic, his secrets are super secret. And so is the whole community, and that's a whole other episode. Yeah. So, also, the seance room, and we talked about this, it has one way in and three ways out. You asked how that was possible. Yeah, that's so weird. How does that work? So, there's one door that leads in. Then there's three more doors inside the room, also meant to confuse the ghost. So, those doors lead to little kind of pseudo rooms Mm -hmm. that only can be opened from one side. Okay, that makes sense. Then. then they lead to a window that leads to a crawlway, that leads to a tunnel, that leads to a cabinet, that leads to another window that goes to the other side of the house, that leads to a laundry chute that you would slide down. Whoa, hold up. Is Sarah just crawling all around the damn mansion trying to get out of this room? I mean, how do you think? She got her arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. I'm glad that we looped back around. Uh, that was really good. I'm happy for that. I really try hard. <laughs> um, Sarah, as a child, this is a little backstory for her, too. She was pretty much a loner. She loved uh, her father's carpentry business. Mm. Ties back in. Yeah, so mm. isn't it weird that she went abroad and studied carpentry after her father's passing? And then went on to build this, this never-ending mansion. This fucking experiential <laughs> mansion, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she actually even had a she had she went to Yale. She graduated from Yale. Did she really? Yeah. Whoa. So I mean, she's not an ignorant woman. She is very well learned and very, uh, I mean, upper echelon. Like you, well, yeah, the you went to Yale <laughs> and the heiress the of Winchesters. Yeah, she's the heiress <laughs> of Winchesters. I mean, she. This woman's not to be fucked around with. No. Let's no. put it that way. She's she's the daughter of a of a gun company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, and the oh, her daughter, yes, the kid had uh marasmus. That was the disease. That was the malnutrition disease. Marasmus? Yeah, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but M A R A Z M A S. It happens when the intake of nutrients and energy is too low for a person's needs, leading to waste. Yeah, so just like what I was saying, yeah. it's it's the body not breaking down the nutrients. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, all right, cool, I'm on board. Uh, Sarah also spent time in Europe looking at architecture, which we talked about as well, and here we go. Uh, She became her own architect because uh, other people who were architects for the home uh, that she looked at said what she wanted to do was impossible. So she just started drawing and doing her own blueprints and stuff like that that she learned from her father, the carpenter. There was also a lot of areas in the home that there was, like, spy holes. So, like, picture frames where eyes could be looking at you. Oh, fuck. That's creepy as shit. <laughs> fuck. 
I think that's the coolest. You want shit. us to go here? Yes. Oh my god. So the pictures follow you with a rod. This is some Scooby Doo bullshit, man. It is, but I mean, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> I wonder if Scooby Doo took like um, took inspiration from this. Maybe. Yeah, it's possible. For it's sure. very possible. Um, so remember the earthquake that I talked about that she got trapped in a room? One of the 40 bedrooms. <laughs> one of the 40 bedrooms, yes. During that earthquake, it was one of the most prevalent earthquakes in California history, and over 700 people died that day. Whoa. But she survived. Yes. In that crazy-ass carpentry mansion. Is that not weird? Um, what saved her? Well, when you pose that question that way, it sounds like the spirits might have saved her. But at the same time, they were trying to kill her, right? I'm very confused. Not I'm very confused with Sarah's relationship with the spirits because it sounds like they're trying to kill her, but at times they're very caring. And, and so you got to think every spirit supposedly that was on the other end of that Winchester rifle, right, comes and goes from that house. So I'm I'm sure that there's plenty of spirits that are very pissed off and malevolent. And, and I'm other sure that kind of understand that she's not the one that killed them. There's others that are just trying to do their thing. But like, if you watch the horror movie Winchester Manor uh, or the Winchester mystery house on Netflix, it definitely tells a different tale. Mm. Now there's a lot of people though, who say that this just was her magnum opus. This was her just trying to make a name for herself. And sure. she never talked to the media. When she was alive, she avoided the news and tabloids and all that stuff, which conspiracy theory wise, especially back then, rumor mill runs strong. So a lot of this could be somewhat falsified mm -hmm. as far as her backstory of why she's doing all this. I'm happy you said that. But because you're because I you're, wholeheartedly believe this is exactly what she was about. So if, if I may intervene. I think that I agree completely. I think that this was a batshit crazy woman who just believed this guy in Boston for no reason. She was but, stricken with grief. But, yeah, because she was so grief-filled, she was willing to believe anything, and she took that shit to heart. Mm. And because of that, I believe, you know, I it makes sense. And, yeah. I mean, there's there's no denying the evidence. Like, this, uh, this mansion does exist, and there's all these, like, weird architectural phenomenon that doesn't make any fucking sense. So there's no doubt that this this building was built with why. Like, it doesn't make any sense other than explaining that she was just grief-filled and this guy basically said, do this thing that will keep you alive. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's like this. I take it to this point. A lot of skeptics are trying to disprove this part of the story because, like, they want to say, like, well... You go to the house, and all these people have been to the house, say that they have these experiences, but they go to the house knowing or thinking that it's haunted. So so they see things. They, they, they it, Their mind fills in the yeah, blanks. Right, right, right. Uh, and which is what try, uh, skeptics try to f cover I, as a whole, I'm on board what the paranormal that. is. I, I'm on board with that, even if, even if like the sightings are true. I'm on board with that idea. The fact of the matter is you can't deny that this lady did the things that she did because she was convinced... Yeah. Of the spirits. Now, I can agree kind of on the skeptic side of people who visit, they have this idea built up in their mind, kind of like people who visit Waverly. I went to Waverly, and I definitely had my skepticism, but I also had this fear built up, and maybe that's what contributed. And we've definitely covered in earlier episodes that Waverly in itself has been heavily 
saturated. Oh yeah, heavily saturated. And we'll, and I'm sure because we'll do a whole of the tourism aspect of it, because of the tourism aspect, but just like this place. Yeah, because it's very tourism forward. But well, now, yeah, but but I I I don't know, man. It just how many people can see the same thing. That's you know what, what I, I mean? want to say. That's you what I want what to I say. Mean? It's like how many of these stories are so similar? Yeah, and not necessarily told. Yeah, I don't know. I this is the part that I like, like yeah. us, like trying to kind of yeah. figure it figure out. Figure it out. Um, like, <sighs> yeah, like I, I want to like one thing we can take off the table for sure happened. This lady was convinced. That she needed to do this in order to keep herself alive. Otherwise, why the fuck would you do it? And she built this amazing lab, uh, labyrinthian mansion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it doesn't make any sense uh, unless she was convinced that her life depended on it, right? Labyrinthian. That's labyrinthian, how I say it. Yeah. That's how I say it. <laughs> okay. No, that's how people say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I'm supposed to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It's like, okay, so another fact I have in here is like the Daisy Room. Uh, ghosts are. That's the one that the she survived tr- in, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay so the okay. Daisy Room still stands. Uh, it never got tore down, but it, never, it just got slightly repaired. So the Daisy Room, uh, ghosts, uh, the ghosts on tour. All right, <laughs> let me rephrase that. The tour guide mm-hmm. <laughs> was showing off the Daisy Room to a tour group. Okay. When she heard a uh, a sigh from out in the hallway, it, which is very common for these tour guides now, because people get lost in this place. <laughs> Can't imagine how that happens. <laughs> I, I can only hopefully I can only hope that some never got out. <laughs> what? <laughs> it would make a good story. I'm just saying. Anyway, so she heard a sigh, so she walked out of the room and looked down the hall, only to see at the very end of the hall a dark. Billowing, nope. smoky figure. Nope, nope, nope. Count me out. Count me out. That's when I look at the tour guy. Said, "Get me the fuck up out of here." She was the tour guide. Wait, the tour oh, guy the tour was looking this. for a lost guest out in the hallway and saw this dark, shadowy figure at the end of the hall. Did any of the tourists see it? Also, she blinked. Once she blinked, it turned. Nope. And shot around the corner nope. faster. Mm-hmm. Then feet could Mm-mm. carry. Nope. 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 A lot of people believe this was Sarah because she was known to wear all black in a veil. Was she just prepared for her own funeral at all times? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So Sarah Winchester has been often cited, uh, especially in the Hall of Fires. Um, you know, wearing it's all black in a veil because when carrying I look, a candle. When I looked her up on Wiki. The, she's wearing all black. The picture, nail. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she's all black, and yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's creepy, man. So a lot of people believe that she, that tour guide saw Sarah Winchester. God, fuck! If I see anything like that, uh, first off, John, I'm just gonna <laughs> let you know I'm gonna be pissed with you, specifically you, because you dragged me to this this place. <laughs> you know it's gonna be so much fun. First of all, we're gonna be in California. Well. I mean, anywhere we go, anywhere we go that's haunted. If I see anything, I'm number one. I'm gonna be scared. I'm probably gonna shit my pants, and then, and then I'm immediately gonna reprimand you because I'm gonna be so upset that you've dragged me to this haunted. So place. I need to put like a, a child's harness leash thing on you so you don't run away. Because the thing is, is like I, I'm not not a believer, but I'm just a hardcore skeptic. And every time that I see something that goes against what I believe. 
it pisses me off because it scares the shit out of me. Because I'm like, because I'm like, this can't be true. I know this not to be true. Yet here it is, and I'm seeing it. I like to think that if we drink a little bit, my my okay. So I have an attunement to the spiritual. Yeah. So a couple of the sightings um, of people who have been tour guests have uh, written to the uh, the facility. Now yeah. um, they have noticed doorknobs turning on their own chandeliers in the hallways that just swing without any reason or way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is also unbodied footsteps that many people have reported, even in many common in main areas. Like somebody, you, you know, you're walking and there's a bunch of people around you that sound, but you're the only one in the room. So, okay. So this is coming. This is going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of make the argument for the skeptic kind of thing. So you're in this house. You, it's, you've already got it built up in your mind that this is a haunted place. Mm-hmm. You go into this house and you're seeing like these windows that just don't make any sense. These stairways that lead to nowhere. And first off, like human nature is to be like, w- like w- why? What the fuck is this? And so it's getting weirder and weirder by the second. Eventually, like the brain starts to develop things that can try to explain it. And in this case, the only explanation is the paranormal. So it's possible that the brain is making all this stuff up, but then we loop back to the whole like shared experience thing. These people seeing the same thing, experiencing the same thing without necessarily knowing the previous stories. Mm -hmm. And that's where that's what concerns me. And this is why I will never go to this location, but but you will (laughs) because we're taking a trip to California one way or another. And San Jose is beautiful. I've been there. It's fantastic. Um, so I actually didn't even know about this place until I heard another podcast cover it uh, about five years ago. Okay. Um, and that would be that, and that's why we drink podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, two fantastically brilliant females. Uh, they've been doing this for a long time. So, I mean, the, I learned so much off of this from them. Uh, and that's what really drove me. To, this is one of the most exciting episodes I've ever wanted to do, and I'm so glad we're getting to do it. Yeah. Um, a couple of the other ghosts that have been cited have been known as uh, the Cole uh, Shoot Clyde. Okay. He is in the basement. Uh, one of the two basements, I should say. He has been known to be seen around the grounds. Uh, and he give you a little tip of the hat and a smile as well, because he's very <laughs> polite, but he never says a word to you. That you time can period. see him. Stoking the coal shoot. I'm just not a fan. Uh, there's also many clubs surrounding this house. Now, a lot of people want to believe that the whole Winchester Manor lore and this excitement that's been brought around it is all due to the person who purchased the property, which was an amusement park owner. Oh, hold the fuck. Flag on the play. Mm-hmm. Flag on the play. This man's trying to make money. Yeah, so maybe he's embellishing some things, but that doesn't discount no, it the doesn't. history. Doesn't discount the architecture. Definitely not. And it absolutely does not discount the experiences that people have been there as guests. But he might be blowing it up to a proportion that's not true. To some degree. Uh, does, he really, that, he really, everything else I've researched, I have double back checked, uh-huh. and that's true facts. Okay. Uh, the facts. O- the only thing that is slightly possibly in, in, embellished anyway Exaggerated. would be the 13 thing that uh, Sarah Winchester supposedly had. Now, 
She did sign her will in 13 sections, and she signed it with her name 13 times, which is uh, very weird. That's weird. So I could be even, coincidental. Could be coincidental, but there's no that's reason weird. to it. Yeah. So the fact that there is 13 steps on every staircase, even if it didn't work. What? Every staircase. We're talking about that. Every staircase. What? Has, that's why I brought it up now. Oh my every god! Every staircase has thirteen stairs. There's thirteen spindles. There's thirteen candles, and there's also some really strong magnetic fields that have been proven. So people who go to the Winchester Mansion, some people, and I know this is going to make you not want to go at all. Some, I'm already on that. On that some train. people have experienced temporary blindness. Nope. When they go there? Nope. You know what I got to say? Devin's not going. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> You have no choice. So Lewis Carroll also has a very big part to play in this. Um, specifically, the stories that are uh, put on to Sarah Winchester. Lewis Carroll being the author of most notably Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and the sequel Through the Looking Glass. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. He was a very um, affluential uh, author at the time. And in, in, in fact, the the whole, a lot, there's a huge dive, deep dive we can take into Alice in Wonderland as a whole. Yeah, we'll do that in a different episode. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I'm not going to do it now. But uh, yeah, there's a huge deep dive we could take into that because it's like, the whole story has like so many facets and levels and it's v- so beautifully written and it's similar to Sarah's mansion. Mm. Ah. It's, it's nonsensical with sense. Oh, that's how I like to look at it. Whoa. Very, very much. So again, let's kind of retouch on the French Freemason secret society that supposedly Sarah Winchester was a part of supposedly, or we're speculating. Uh, it's speculation. Okay, okay, all right, all There's right. no I'm proof gonna... because it's a very secret society. If we knew for a fact, then it wouldn't be secret anymore. Fair. As you walk onto the grounds of the Winchester Mystery Manor, there is a gate, and on that gate is a sigil of a sun. Now, this specific sun sigil is very indicative yep. that yep. has to do with the Freemason Society. Sure does. Uh as well as you go further into the grounds, you find there's topa trees, uh, different plants uh, organized in certain ways. There's the great ballroom, as we already talked about, uh, built completely without nails. So that's like the Solomon's Temple. And Solomon's Temple in the masonry aspect is a temple built without nails uh, to honor and be a protected safe space. Okay. There's, there's limited information on that, and I'm not a Freemason expert, but I will be by... Uh, <laughs> by the episode that we cover it on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Take it all with a grain of salt, people. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're, we're talking about Sarah Winchester here. Yes. And, and, and But with her, there does seem to be a lot of Freemason symbolics, including even the number 13, which she's very... Well, could that be... Could that just be, like, the people that she hired made it might, might have been, like, uh, Freemasons? Or do you? Are you? No, I, I really think that her time in France and in Europe, and her study of the architecture and her vast amount of wealth had a lot to do with her induction into this supposed secret society. Sidebar: 
wasn't isn't the Freemasons like kind of like a men's group? It actually yes, and there are some notes I have on this. So if this would be the case that she was been in, inducted into this at that time, it mm-hmm. was a very exclusive men's group. Yeah, uh, but because of her very pronounced wealth in society and mm-hmm. socially, she was a very she's a socialite with as an introvert. Like she's just very well known. The Winchester Repeating Arms Rifle Company is so famous. Her, her name, her name is known. Her name is enough. Yeah, to be able to gain her access to something like this. Okay, and that's all the point I really have to make on that. You know, what? even MC Escher. You know who that is? No, I don't. You don't know who MC Escher is? No, who's that? So MC Escher was a Dutch graphic artist, most well known for his uh, painting of the stairs. You know what I'm talking about? The one where the stairs are all up and down, and no matter which one you take. You can't just say that. All right. You can't. You got to. I what? did pass art history college <laughs> courses, okay? I swear to God. All right. So uh, MC Escher was a Dutch graphic artist who made uh, mathematically inspired woodcuts, lithographs, and uh, other types of works and paintings. Despite popular interest, uh, his works would boggle the mind within the fourth dimension. He really worked deeply within the fourth dimension. He believed there was a fourth dimension beyond the one that we're currently living in. So a lot of people say that MC Escher got a lot of his inspiration from the Winchester Manor. Well, that makes sense, right? Cause it's um, his, a lot of his work was kind of like in that like fourth dimension kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like what we were talking about with like her weird, architecture so that exactly makes sense. so like stairways leading to nowhere and right then, and, and all this other thing so it's like the stairways don't need to lead to anywhere because you can move from floor to floor to floor just fourth dimensionally uh and one of if you know about anything about um our history mc esther mc escher sorry um who's one of his most notable works was the pythagorean uh stairwell right the one that's like no matter how you look at it, it's like it, it looks connected, even though it's like downstairs, upstairs. It's all upstairs. connected in four different dimensions. No matter which, if you're going up, you're going down, and then you're going left, and the, but you're actually going right. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it's it's a masterpiece, and a lot of his works really dealt with the fourth dimension. Mm-hmm. And I think she was the inspiration for this. Definitely one of them for sure. I mean, well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not in his head. He's dead, but. Um... You know, I don't, I don't. Yeah, he died in 1972, believe it or not. And I, he didn't actually gain his notoriety until almost his death. Sure, a lot of artists. Yeah. 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 Unfortunate. So that was a huge influence that had to do with it. Um, also, the house is kind of built in code. So MC Escher, he dealt with mathematical <laughs> theorems with his artwork, right? Okay. Yep. Um, but the house itself, the Winchester Manor, also dealt with mathematical theorems. Okay, go on. So the house is built in... A lot of people believe the house is built in code, but it still can't be decoded. It's only meant for the top echelon secret societies that have the decoders to be able to understand. So there's different parts in the house, like stained glass windows that only have 13 panes, but there's words inscribed. Many of them being quotes from Shakespeare. What? Mm Mm-hmm. What? You're hurting my brain right now. It's it's a deep, deep dive, man. 
So there's a lot of philosophy and study that has to go along with uh, that fourth dimension, uh, secret-coded society that is the Winchester Manor. And it's one of those things that I definitely want to cover more deeply if I can find more information on those. Mm -hmm. Um, But so far, that's the protagonist side of uh, the information I have gained. So how do you feel now, knowing all that, about the Winchester Manor. Yeah, I was gonna say I think we should we should come to like this this kind of this debate um, now that we're towards the end of the episode um, and, and really kind of hash this out, right? So let's look at the facts, right? So you, you got this heiress who's um, re- received this first off has gone through this incredible grief of losing a child at a very early age, shortly thereafter losing her husband. Um, the amount of grief that would have been, I mean, and we have to assume she was probably younger, probably before 30. And let's be honest, when we're in our twenties, we're emotionally unstable. (laughs) Even in our (laughs) thirties. Thanks for letting me know, John. I have no solace in my (laughs) thirties. You have no hope. (laughs) (laughs) We're all just trying to figure it out, but you know, she's, she's definitely getting a lot of grief and for whatever reason, she decides to visit this this medium and who knows the medium might've been just fucking with her just to get the money. I'm assuming she paid him. How much could he actually have gotten out of that? I mean, who cares? He was trying to make a buck, she spent right? Fucking $71 million. Oh, hundred percent. Listen, I'm speculating. And he gets what? 20 bucks. Uh, oh, woo, I got my 20 bucks. Yeah. But 20 bucks back then would have probably been like 150 bucks or, or maybe he had somebody who died by a Winchester rifle. Maybe, maybe. And that's, you know, we can speculate all day. Um, but, you know, she's going through all this grief. She talk, goes to talk to this guy. Um, and because of her grief, she's convinced that what this guy says, um, you know, I, I would assume because she lost her child and she lost her husband that she's just going to listen to anybody who can supposedly, I'm assuming this man probably wasn't actually a medium, probably was just a scam artist or whatever. Um, well, 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 well. well, we don't know. We don't know for sure. I want to say a lot of people disregard mediums anyway no i'm not it saying it is mediums, a real profession it is but, a real gift and not many people have it especially but, males but what i'm saying is is that th- this guy specifically because it was kind of prolific in this era that was like a big scam it's back in huge the day. that it would be a male but also i'm a male and i'm a medium nobody's nobody's discrediting you i'm talking about this specific guy and again i'm just speculating that this guy might have been a scam artist and she was just looking for answers and this guy, you know, was communicating with her husband when she so desperately would have wanted to communicate with. Sure, yeah. Um, probably made a couple bucks, never thought about it again, but she really took it to heart, went to California, built this mansion. We can't deny that evidence because the mansion still stands, and a lot of the shit that's built there don't make any damn fucking sense. And there's a lot of weird experiences. And there's a lot of weird fucking experiences. Which we so. hope to explore ourselves. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think that... I, I don't know because I haven't been, and I don't know enough about the situation. I haven't seen, like, you know, firsthand details. You know, me and you talked about it, but I haven't seen the people talk about it specifically. I would say what we can definitely agree on is that this woman was convinced of some supernatural thing, and so she did these wild and crazy things. I would agree on that. Whether or whether or not this place is haunted, question mark. I'm not a big I'm not a big <laughs> believer in like ghosts and stuff, so I I lean more towards skepticism. 
but I could be convinced. That's fair. Where do you stand? I stand, um, hopefully, at the entry gate to Winchester Manor when I'm dragging <laughs> your ass right through the gate into the doors, and we're going to go actually see all this shit for real, because I... One day. I, I, absolutely, no, fuck one day. I want to do this the year. this year. Mm-mm. By the end of this year, I hope... Why not? I'm not getting on a plane. Okay, sure so we'll hell- drive. Oh, are you fucking serious? I can just take three weeks off of work like that? Yeah. You- three weeks? Where do you stand, John? I'm going to hire somebody to drive us across country. So now that I've given my opinion on <laughs> this episode and, and where I stand as far as Sarah Winchester Mansion, where do you stand as far as your beliefs for the mansion? I think that there is still more to be discovered. I could agree with that. And it's something I think we can only really dive into with personal experience. I could also agree with that. But we can agree that this definitely, I mean, regardless, she built this thing. Yeah, it's Believing. There. It's never going to go away. It's now a national landmark. She was a believer. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. She made a believer out of Harry Houdini. That was also true. That was something we also learned. Yeah. Um, before we go, I want to go ahead and share a couple more stories that are some ghostly experiences people have had at the Winchester Manor. They, they are said to have stayed after their deaths. There are footsteps heard shuffling from Miss Winchester's room. Could it be her servants or could it be Miss Winchester? So there's been a couple of surveillance videos, supposedly, of security cameras that have shown people where people weren't. Okay. In the halls. In the great rooms, in many of the great rooms, I should say, because there's plenty of them. Uh, this one uh, is called uh, What's in That Photo Story? It's how it's most notably known. What's in that photo story? Yeah, so is remember how I was talking Google? about the little peepholes? The, 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 the spy Scooby-Doo holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. All right, so just as expected, things turn up on video cameras as well as in photographs. Uh, on the Winchester Manor when you're visiting. The Winchester Mystery House as now a public relations coordinator that takes reports on such sightings. He took this one report of several photos that were taken in the mansion in 2015. When he downloaded the photos and deleted what he didn't need, one thing caught his eye. In one window of the house, Tim O'Day, the person who took the photo, spotted something which was a shadow, a reflection of a cloud of smoke or something else. This is after the house has been closed and locked up and emptied of personnel. So this is similar to like that uh, tour guide that saw the cloud of smoke in that hallway? Mm-hmm. Oh. So many times people, like after certain hours, the house is completely empty and locked up. Right. There's nobody They're allowed. They're closed for business. Yes. Nobody right. allowed it. People still walk by the house and take pictures. Right. And they often see in the top corner window on the street side a woman in a black shroud holding a candle. Oh, shit. It's Sarah. Sarah. Look out. What? A lot of the visitors to the Winchester Mystery House also report taking photos with strange shapes in the windows. Other Like, not human shapes, but just strange shapes. (laughs) You know, squares, triangles, human shapes. A few of them have... No. (laughs) That's Chris and Triangles. <laughs> a few of them have <laughs> shared those pictures on Facebook. Uh, if you visit the house itself, you can study all the photos carefully that have been uh, turned in before hitting uh, the, the main areas of the tour. 
uh, as well as you never know exactly what you'll find, so we enc- they encourage you to take photos of the home itself. Now, the last thing I have here happened on Friday the 13th. Interesting. Sarah's favorite number. Oh, <laughs> getting creepy. So you looked at the calendar, and today is now Friday the 13th. Miss Winchester has said to have been fascinated by the number 13. Every Friday the 13th, the bell on the top of the tower of the tallest part of the building rings. Nope. 13 times. Nope. On the 13th hour. Nope. Of 1 p.m. With nobody pulling any cord. Uh, all right, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Untie <laughs> I'm, I'm me. me right now. I'm, nope. I'm leaving this nope. chair. Nope, 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 <laughs> If you stop by and visit on this time and then this hour... You can have video of the event. And remember to check all the video and photos very carefully before deleting them because you never know exactly what might unexpectedly show up. And this has been the story of Sarah Winchester, what the a Winchester hell of a story. Mystery Manor. What a hell of a story, John. It, it's it's quite a wild ride, and I can't wait till we go ourselves. And we all right, on Friday so, the thirteenth. So I think that it's important that we both state where we stand. As far as this mystery goes, yeah. um, I stand for Sarah is definitely disturbed, mm-hmm. definitely believed in uh, the supernatural and built this mansion for sure. Mm. Whether or not this place is haunted, uh, mm, I need more proof. Where do you stand? Well, okay, so you need more proof? Cool. We'll take you. Uh, uh, me, I'm fully in, embellished in this. I'm fully a believer, and I cannot wait to put my energy in that home because God knows what's going to show up. And we're going to be recording the entire time. If we actually go, we will record it. It's going to happen, Devin. If we do anything, we're going to this place. Ladies and gentlemen, follow the social medias. Yes. Let, let us know. Send us an email. Where do, what can they send you an email? You can send me an email at wolftakesabytepod at gmail.com. As well as you can find me on Facebook at wolftakesabytepod on Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram at Wolf Takes a Bite POD. Don't forget, Wolf Takes a Bite is a subsidiary of Gray Man Media. And if you ever need to get in contact with any of us, you can definitely contact Gray Man Media. Um, uh, anything else? Closing yeah, comments? don't forget to check out all the other Gray Man Media shows, such as Thoughts from the Mothership, Down to Earth, hey. and The Baldcasters. The Baldcasters. The Baldcasters. <laughs> We got a lot of great things going on here. We're a small company, but we're taking off fast, and we have a huge amount of ideas for this uh, company. And I hopefully you guys are here and you're ready to support us because we're here to hold you in our arms of creepiness glory. <laughs> we want to hug you, but through the internet, like the Church of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> give us a like, give us a follow, uh, and don't forget we are going to upload another episode. After this episode, two weeks from now on Wednesday. Absolutely. You can catch this show every other Wednesday. Peace out, guys. All right, so welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another Mm -hmm. episode of Wolf Takes a Bite. I'm John Wolf, and I'm ready to take a bite. Uh, I'm Devin Gray, and I don't believe a damn thing. You're also tied to a chair. Yes. Oh my god, this is so good. Uh. Can you rank it up? Uh. Ow. Yeah. Ow. It's a ghost house. <laughs> She's super freaky. Just let all hang out. Ah, it's a ghost.
ghosts. House. <laughs> but that lady is a bit crazy, and that's the facts. We're gonna get sued. It's a ghost. House. When they're together, everyone knows that's how it goes. She's building. She's got everything <laughs> that a woman needs. What? Get a ghost. What? Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ghost. House. <laughs> you know what? I'm not mad at it. 